Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. Ooh, it has been a minute, folks, as the guys are now coming back from their, I guess you could say, Thanksgiving break for a week 12 recap and week 11, kind of. We got the Thanksgiving takeaways, and since it is week 12, we're going to bring back the power rankings. So, go ahead, sit on back. It's a good time to catch up on everything and enjoy the show. All right, we're back after a long bit of a hiatus for the holidays. It was excellent. Jalen, so much to get to. So much has happened. Um, football, basketball, uh, the bad man is gone in Pittsburgh. And Jalen, how are you doing? Wow, a lot has happened. Last time we were on here, I was out here saying – Man, I was at a really high of highs. I mean, the Vikings were rolling with Josh Dobbs, haven't lost yet. And two weeks later, I mean, here we are, two games later, here we are. Um, man, it has been a, the astronaut has came back down to earth. Um, but besides that, I've got to say it's been pretty good in the uh, in the association personally. So oh, you've never seen things like this that are happening in the association. Never. Yes, that is a true statement. Never before in Wolves history is what is what is going on right now over there is never before happened is actually a true stat. It's excellent. We'll get a little basketball at that long way to go there. Also, did I have them all this time? Have I did I have the magic too low? How about the magic? thing? (laughs) Can't wait to get to the association. Yeah, and we'll get to it. Oh, they, 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 they woke up. They woke up. They, they woke up for sure. All right. So as it is in, as we are back into, uh, since we haven't done any NFL in a little bit, starting with the five takeaways, we've had some ground since we've last done this to cover. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I can go ahead and start. I got a, a, quite the list of takeaways because I didn't know what plan here was going to be. So. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to start out with. Mm, I'm going to let you keep your flow. I'm going to go with the Chiefs in the Raiders game. All right. And the and the takeaway I have for this one is circle in C. You know how back in the old days in high school, the bet you always used to be like, if you don't know the answer, just circle C, just bubble in C, you know, okay. like that and just move on. That that's the Chiefs. If you don't know who your favorite is for the playoffs, circle in C. That's what the Chiefs are. That's how they're playing. I mean, you one week ago, a couple weeks ago, we're over here saying, Oh my goodness, they don't have receivers. Then we experienced the Eagles loss and everything. And then we're they're really pressuring them. And then, you know, Rasheed Rice comes out of the gate against the Raiders. They finally score in the second half. It's classic Chiefs. They're gonna be all right. They're gonna be the, they're gonna be in the playoffs if you need a team. That's just your cheesy option. Circle and C for the Chiefs. Wow. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's a good takeaway. They're they're the juggernauts, obviously, right now. Like they're clearly the favorites in the AFC until the moment someone knocks them out of the playoffs. 
hopefully someone else can get the one seed. That's your best hope, but it never usually works out that way. They usually always get it. Um, and I don't know how many more games they're going to lose down the stretch here. So, yeah, I think that's a very good takeaway. Um, you want to hear the Raiders side of this one? Oh, it's a two-parter. Yeah, go ahead. All right, here we go. Raiders side of things. Passion makes you crazy. Um, passion makes you crazy. Why? Because apparently Max Crosby, I don't know what his injury was off the top of my head right now. He's playing injured, like listed doubtful. This man shouldn't have played football. He did. Um, this man really wanted to play. Um, and I think when you hear around that locker room, the craziest thing I've heard was they thought that they were still better than the Chiefs despite the scoreboard and everything. They they sounded like they were dead set on that they could have beat them. Uh, they might be buying into Antonio Pierce. I kind of like the momentum, even though this was kind of a reality setting game again for the Raiders. I mean, they played the Dolphins, now the Chiefs. So they kind of lost a little steam. But if I was a Raiders fan, I wouldn't be too upset. This Raiders team's playing with some passion. No, yeah, I'm with you on that. Pier Antonio Pierce has at least got the momentum going. Um, the vibes are better. O'Connell has not been, like, horrible. He hasn't been very good by most stretches, but he hasn't been certainly not the worst quarterback playing uh, in the league. So I think that's a good takeaway this as well. The Raiders, there's at least some positive vibes head into the offseason. You can probably still get a first-round pick for Devontae Adams when you trade him somewhere in the offseason. Um, it's not all bad. All right, hang on, Colby. I got a question for you. Oh, they okay. just had the Mah all right, I gotta give them credit. They had the quote unquote Mahomes Mountain from First Things First that oh, came yeah. up on my YouTube feed. How do you feel about this, Colby? Kenny Pickett back on the mountain, but he is being compared to the likes of Danny DeVito, DTR. Well, that's the bit they do. Yeah, he's been not very good. Um, but he was good last week. Can I, do you want me to just go into my takeaway about the Steelers? Burn that off. I was, I was going to say Aiden O'Connell has an elite mustache. That was my original thing. But yes, oh, okay. let's go ahead, Colby. Go ahead. So yeah, my first, my, I'll just do my bias one first. The Steelers. Um, Matt Canada was definitely the biggest problem. Now he's not the only problem by any stretch. But yeah, he was clearly the biggest. First game he's fired after almost 50 games with him. Never once got 400 yards. Instantly first game, 400 yards. They only had 16 points, but they just had some weird red zone stuff. They should have scored a lot more. It's still the best, like, consistently their offensive looked. They outgained the team. They were also playing Jake Browning, so that helped. It never really felt like he was in too much danger, even when they were messing around, because you knew the other team had Jake Browning. Um, but <laughs> it's great. No disrespect, but I mean – Truth. That's how I feel about uh, a lot of yeah, their Bengals I, games going forward. The Steelers were playing sloppy, but I never really, in the back of my head, was too worried that they were not going to win um, just because of who they were facing at quarterback. Um, but yeah, it was the best Kenny has looked. It's great. We'll see if it can sustain. I still obviously need to see a whole lot more from Kenny Pickett. They This next two games, they better rack up some numbers. They play the Patriots, yeah. the Cardinals in the past, their next two games. You better put up your stats now that you haven't been putting up all year, Kenny, and the rest of the boys. Because if they slip up in either of these, it's right back to sadness. But so far, so good. I'm so happy Matt Canada's gone. They 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 told him about they uh they told the new coaches, Jalen. I don't know if you know this. They remind they told Kenny Pickett about the middle of the field that actually there's the I don't know if uh, Matt Canada knew this, but there's actually you're allowed to use it 
it's allowed it's not like an illegal zone like it's now three seconds like in basketball you're you're actually allowed to just go there and with the ball and so that helped that is insane that i've been hearing that on the rumor mill that like hey you know ever since they got rid of matt canada there's been a lot of memes i guess i should say oh the memes uh, again. No, Pickett finding, finding the middle side of the field here he they, him <laughs> finding the middle of the field has been a popular meme in my in my uh, feed for sure um, I've seen that one. That is that's a great one, Cole. And uh, if I'm being honest, we talked about it. Right, you said was consistency, and that was my only thing when talking about the Steelers. Was my only question was, can they do this next week? And your response was literally great. It was a perfect response because they have two games, like you said. It was what the Cardinals and Patriots might want to lose because they want to get Caleb Williams. So you better do good in these. Both of them, yeah. So that's what yeah. I say. So you gotta at least look good. You gotta look like you actually. Look like a playoff team, I think. You got to look like the Cowboys, so to speak. You know how they were this year, you know, beating Cowboys up on the never look like that ever. And that's the problem, Colby. Will we see the classic Steelers problem that we've known since we were young? You know, the classic Steelers tradition of, ah, the Steelers are on a roll. Looks like that offense is opening up. And here comes a what is it? We are who you got next week? The Patriots or the Cards? Cardinals. Cards first. Right, and Patriots. Kyler Murray. He's lost back to back games already. Ah, uh, what's going to happen with these Steelers? <laughs> Murray makes me nervous, a little bit nervous. Not really, actually, because they beat him with Duck Hodges one time. Uh, the, the first time they ever faced him. But still, <laughs> um, the, yeah, they better not lose these games. All right, what's your uh, what's your second takeaway? I don't want to gloat about the Steelers the whole time since they only had one. Game. It's a good. It's just good to catch up. It's been a minute. Um, oh. <laughs> all right, I've been seeing. I guess since we're talking about memes, one of the popular memes also out there, folks, is I'm going to take this to the Eagles and Bills game. And here we go for this game. We got for the Eagles, the new Pats wannabe, aka Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. He's so emotionless. He's trying to act like it's his own brand. And I've said it at the beginning of the season, Colby. The Eagles were going to be like the Patriots. They're going to hit you the same way every single week. It's going to be the same type of thing. You're going to know the tush push is coming. And yet they learned a couple of different plays out of it. Yeah, sure. They branched a couple off. But, man, is it the same product and same result almost every week. And now they're going back to the playoffs for, what, the third year in a row? It's uh, it's so, very wanted. Like contender, the first time they squeaked in, the first. Yes, but still, thirty years in a row, they're still gonna. You gotta count it. Still, squeak yeah, no, in is still it. fighting for it. You know, teams like me, I would pray for the day if the Vikings make it. I'd still pray for. I would be happy as hell. I know we wouldn't win, but I'd be happy. Your conference might help you. Exactly, it's a different story. Um, but anyways, for the for Eagles, though. Yeah, I think they're the new Pats wannabe. What are your thoughts on that? And the whole Jalen Hurts is emotionless thing. Interesting comparison. I don't think he's emotionless. I just think he's like he's calm and collected and he's confident. Um, I mean, I think very. I think it's very cool. This is terrific with all the intangibles. So, um, it's an interesting comparison. I think they're a little. I don't think it's quite as sustainable as the Patriots long term, just because. The biggest thing is that they have this incredible offensive line with multiple old players on it. So just because that's not always going to be there, I don't know. But there's definitely an interesting comparison. I uh, I I see it. There is some shades of the Patriots there. I don't know. All right, and... Sirianni. I don't. He, he's a great coach. I don't know if he's Belichick. He's a great coach. 
way different personality. Yeah, complete polar person. opposites. <laughs> complete polar opposites. All right, and the Bill side of things, we got spiraling. Just, <laughs> just spiraling. Right? I mean, you can take it however you want, Colby, on this one. Uh, it's just yikes uh, i mean it was a great great outing i mean once again though another overtime loss everyone's pointing and mocking that one now on josh allen i mean i wouldn't be pointing at it at that, like that for me personally it's the turnovers i think you've been hearing it these last couple of weeks to a huge amount of exaggeration you know they've been very focusing on josh allen's turnovers christian's going to be happy to hear that but i mean it's it is rough to watch but at the same time he throws touchdowns, but at the now people are starting to point towards Sean McDermott. It's just spiraling. Colby. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's uh, I mean, there McDermott should probably be fired at the end of the year. We'll see if he is. Um, depends how much the Bills want to open up the bank. But yeah, it's a disaster. They're they're pretty cooked. They could they still have to play the Chiefs and Dallas coming up. Um, and they play Miami again, who they cooked the first time, but they could still sneak in as a wild card, but they're going to need help. And so that's never a situation you want to be in. So yeah, I'd agree with you. It's, it's definitely coming unwound. They were, and Allen was excellent in that game. They, that was, they played well in that game. They just kind of blew it. Some questionable decisions at the end of the game, but, um, and the dude hit a 59 yard field goal in the rain. That's like, you could have very easily <laughs> that and you went. So but yeah, they're pretty done. I think. I think that's a good takeaway. It's it's not good. All right, you ready for my second one? Yes, sir. What you got? I'll take you back to Thanksgiving. And I don't want to make things worse for you than they are, Jalen. But I don't know if you can hear that sound. The Jordan Love bandwagon is back on the road. Oh come on! <laughs> oh, you were disgusted. All right, go I ahead. was disgusted. It was so bad, but he's been terrific the last two weeks. He was excellent. He was the best he's ever been by far on Thanksgiving. The throws he was making were on the dot down the field. It made me see what I liked in him. I'm not still don't think he's going to be great because I've seen how bad it was in some of these games. But I think there's something. I think it's he could get to the playoffs. They're alive and well now. Take it right back in there and get that last wild card spot especially with uh, your team's uh, rough night last night, helping them out. So they're super alive. He's looking the best he ever has. It's a young team. It's kind of making me believe again. At least not believe that they're going to do anything great, but like that they could be decent, maybe squeak into the playoffs, and then he could be fine. Got anything to say about the Lions on this game? Or is this all Packers focused? It's a little concerning. I still think they're fine. They're still going to win the division. They'll still have a home playoff game. It makes me certainly question their ability to beat the other big boys in the NFC, which they only even play Dallas. That's the only one of them that they play. So we'll get to see that. But it's a little concerning. I still think ultimately they'll be they'll win the division. They'll be fine. But, yeah, they got some issues on defense. It's not like it was last year, but it's uh, got, got some leaks. Yeah. All right. So – I I understand Colby. Like this was, I was surprised watching this game. Um, 
it was a complete surprise for me, honestly. And uh, seeing the halftime show gave me no reassurance. <laughs> Jack Harlow. <did> not- <laughs> love that. He was fired up for Jack Harlow. I bet he was when he saw that little dollhouse igloo set came out. Um, I really do think, though, for the Lions and Packers here, let me, I would like to start with the Packers. Uh, look, Jordan Love. He played great in a big spot. I uh, you gotta say it, you know, like he did play great in a big spot. His next game is the Chiefs. Um, it would be a it's gonna be a tough, I mean, another just tough challenge for him. Um, but like I said, this is you did beat the Lions in a rival game where the Lions are trying to win on Thanksgiving, something that hasn't happened in the first time in a long time. And you pulled it off. So I'll give you that. But in my opinion, what I took away from this game is the Packers are still consistently mid and of course i'm biased in this but it's in a good way all right i'll admit that part it's mid in a good way and i wrote i crossed out good for weird way because of course i'm going to say the bias part in a weird way and of course i don't like to say it it's the worst thing to say towards anyone in the nfc north is that jordan love is playing good no one wants to hear it it's not true (laughs) Uh, it's very rude that you actually and start. It's actually considered rude in I many states. Sounds so bad. I had to bring him back. I understand. I understand, but it's very rude in many states. Just be careful. I'm just giving you a warning. I know you have a couple lines, friend fans. You gotta be careful. I appreciate so, that. Um, and yeah, for the Lions, I can't read my handwriting at the end of this one. But I says they don't like wild ones. And unless it was against the Kansas City Chiefs, I think that's what it wrote. Unless it was against Kansas I mean, they have not really lived up to the task. I mean, the games have been getting out of hand lately, don't you think? They've been getting crazy all of a sudden. They love them, but at the same time. It's not looking – it hasn't been pretty this last year. Yeah. Got to be winning more comfortably. That's what I'm thinking, you know? Like, I feel like all these games are just starting to get more and more crazy for them. And it's like, ooh, I don't know what to – I can't keep up, you know? So that was the only thing I agree with you on the Lions' defensive struggles. Um, they got Jameer Gibbs going consistently, I think. Right, Colby? You have him on fantasy. How's the oh, yeah. direct look on that? Much on Thanksgiving, but prior to that, he's been getting played a lot better. Yeah. David Montgomery's working his way back. All right. Good one there, Colby. Good one. Ah, very, very cheap shot. Not going to lie. Sorry. I just uh, had to get that one out. All right, I'll take you. I'll stick with you. How about this? I'm going to skip, even though it's probably my. Mm, I really want to go. I'm just going to go with the one that I think has the best one, my best title right now. It's going to be another Thanksgiving one. It's going to be the Cowboys and Commanders game. Not much to be taken taken set out of this one. It's just I like the takeaway names that I have from here, okay? And the one reason why is for the Commanders, you got to start your free trial. You got to. Got to get rid of Ron Rivera. Got to go ahead. Just bump the enemy up. See what he got. Got nothing in him. Get out of there. I mean, get them both out of there at this time. Go ahead. Go ahead and, you know, get ready to clear house. It's time to start your free trials. So, simple as that. I mean, you're keeping Sam Howell. That's probably the only thing I would say right now. Keep Sam Howell. Maybe you trade Terry or someone like that. You have a lot of receivers. So, trade one of the receivers. Get a pick. It's not not he at least so. he, like, stabilized their image, which they needed. And, like, he brought some, like, stability to them, I think. But it's During like, a chaotic time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that – he was great for that. The first year was fun. But, yeah, it's it's time. 
no longer chaotic there anymore you know we all have a we all believe that there's a good sense of direction right now so yeah. Ron, it's uh, I think it's time for you to go, and it's time to start the free trials with uh, the enemy, and then for the Cowboys, this is the reason why they are all dolled up, Colby. They are all dolled up. <laughs> I don't know how your family reacted to watching Dolly. Yeah, that my was, family uh, was very surprised. I was not, <laughs> we were not expecting that. I was like, what? We were not either. Yeah, we were exactly. <laughs> we said they really went with some interesting halftime performances from Jack Harlow to uh. Half naked Dolly Parton, who I'm told is like 80. How old is she? Yeah, she's pushing 80. I think she's like 77, 78, 70, somewhere around that. there. I did not expect that. It was to the point where my grandma was like, hold on a second. She looked her up and was like, because she knew she was older, like Dolly was older than her. So she looked her up and was like, goodness gracious, she is still performing. Why? <laughs> But anyways, for these guys, everyone was surprised about the Cowboys, and they were all dolled up for their Thanksgiving game. You heard Jerry Jones. He was over there saying how he was so happy about how the game turnout was and everything. The Cowboys did what they usually do, though, folks. They beat up on bad teams. They they look really good when they do it. So don't get crazy. They all googly-eyed for the, all te- the team that's been all dolled up in the corner there. No, that's a good take. I like that. That was a very solid takeaway by you. Good breakdown. Thank you. Um. All right, ready for my third one? Sure. I'm just going to go to just one that is less pleasant. Really, just for anyone involved. And uh, I'll just go to the Saints-Falcons game and just say, um, there's no <laughs> NFC South producing anyone fun or remotely competitive for the playoffs. It's It's as ugly as advertised and maybe worse because for the saints to lose that game desmond ritter i mean he got his job back shout out to him heineke heineke it turns out couldn't turn around the falcons it took him all of two games got injured got injured yeah i guess that's true but he <laughs> lighting up the world before that so ritter's back they won it's the bucks are four and seven in any other division in the world, they'd be dead in the water. But because they're in the NFC South, they're only one game out. <laughs> I want to believe that Baker can just get a cook in and at least make the Bucks somewhat interesting, but they're not very good, as we're seeing as they lose week after week. So <laughs> the NFC South, and that Falcons-Saints game was just disgusting. Derek Carr, that money's going to come back to haunt the Saints. He might be cooked. He's, he's not so great. Um, he's not awful, but he's certainly not good. Um. Yeah, this uh, the Falcons are just such a weird Falcony team. It's Arthur Smith goes from getting fired, but he might he might win the division. He might win the division and still get fired. Um. So, anyways, the NFC South just as advertised is disgusting as the takeaway, and there's no hope of anything fun coming out of it. Uh. You know, I got fun names. I got these fun names for the games. Um, for the Saints, I came up with Car Crash. <laughs> like you said, I think they're going to be reconsidering the uh, funds sent over the Derek Carr and the actions there. Um, seeing the receivers, just yell, him yelling at the receivers earlier in the season does, does not match. But he, then again, they make good plays here and there, but not enough. And it's clearly not enough. There's been some awful awful plays on the offensive side as well for the saints so it's you can usually you look at dennis allen colby i think it's just a complete 
miss on this right now, you know, and that's painful to see because oh, they wow. do have a good defense. <laughs> it's they have a really good defense, you that's, know, they really did. But Cam Jordan can go somewhere else and probably get a ring, and I wouldn't feel bad. I do like Cameron Jordan. Yep. He's a good, good yeah. D lineman. You know, they still do have a very good defense. You're right about that. But uh, other side is kind of a problem. Very and, right. uh, a good defense. I don't know if they're very good. Good defense. Good defense. Just it's, good defense. it's not like they shut down every single team they fixed. Yeah. Uh, no. And uh, for the Falcons on this side, because I do agree with you on all this, Colby. It is gross. I came up with Ritter the Fiddler. <laughs> you know, is yeah, is he going to be a quarterback for long? No. Who knows? Who knows? No, there's no way. He's going to be the quarterback next year. I don't know. You never know. You can win out, win a playoff He's not even good in this game that they won. I I wanted to believe in Desmond Ritter. I'm rooting. You know I was like to root for young quarterbacks. I I had some faith, but no. I was a draft believer in him. Yeah, I thought he was underhyped as a draft prospect. Turns out not. He's not. He's not very good. He's pretty just as bland as he's as bland as bread, they say. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Cole, what do you got for your fourth one? Oh, wait, uh, it's my turn. Yeah, I'll go again if you wanted me to go no, back. No, 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 I'm just jumping okay. the gun. I'm just having too much of it. I'm going to the I want to keep it on. I hate to say the grossness of the NFC South and let you down here, Colby. I really do, just for the fact that I want to talk about them, however. I'm going to go and take away your 49ers from you. I'm going to go to 49ers in Seattle and wrap up our Thanksgiving here coverage. Um, I'm going with, for the 49ers, I said, back from the training arc. For many of you, just cartoons or anime in general, the, the protagonist goes away after he loses his first fight, and then he comes back just kicking everyone's ass. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening with the 49ers. You question them for one month. During this month, they were just getting healthy. You know, they were just making sure they were rested and ready to go for the second half of the season. And little did we know, it was just their training arc. I'm glad the Vikings were a part of that training arc. I really am. Because now it's a very good win. But it, we don't know if it's going to happen again in the playoffs. But um, on the Seattle side of things... It's they actually took the t- the pumpkin pie from the table and then no, didn't share it with anyone. It's simple as that. Seattle they took the pumpkin pie, and that is Geno Smith. Everyone, it's it's come to an end. I think it's it's simple as that. And the team can't go as far as what he can give them. You know, uh, Jackson Smith Najigba. You have him personally. He has fallen off the face of the earth. It seems like um, they're trying to get their run game going, but it's just non-existent for some reason why because they have injuries on the o-line i can actually answer that but at the same time you also need a pass game you need gino to wake up and you have people now saying that the broncos are winning the trade now what the hell come on gino you gotta kick it into next year so that is my takes on the 49ers in seattle game colby what are your thoughts that's great. That's phenomenal. I love the training arc thing for the Niners. That's that's terrific. This is the real test coming up this week. This is like the next boss battle um, against Philly, um, which their three-point favorite was crazy. We thought Thursday. Um, the Seattle thing, yeah, I'm with you. Gino, a lot of pressure. And I got to tell you, uh, 
I think his Cinderella run story may be coming to its twilight because he has not been nearly as good this year as he was. As you said, their offense has not been producing like it should be considering the talent that they have. Um, I want to ask you, Jalen, do you think, and I know they picked Witherspoon at five, who's terrific, so they probably won't regret that, but they, it's not like they couldn't have made a move. Do you think Seattle regrets not drafting Will Levis? Because I kind of would if I was them. Seeing he's at least shown me something, because I just don't think Gino's the guy. It's a no, because I feel like if they would have drafted a guy, would they have kept Pete Carroll? Yeah, I'm saying think so. I, I'm just more concerned on just how long is Pete Carroll going to pull a pop here, and he's just going to be walking around on a cane, on a cane, you know? And well, I think trying it's to, because it depends. I just want to say it depends on how they feel about where they are as a team like for me personally they got weapons everywhere but at quarterback now you know and the tight end position maybe in the offensive line we know they got great guys on offensive line they're just injured so even the weapons though i mean lockett's getting old and the jimpa is only a rookie so it's a tough question you can always i mean the answer could be very easy as trading away DK Metcalf and then getting that number one top five pick or something like that, you know, in a package deal in some, somehow, some way. Don't give me, I know your eyes shot up like a receiver for a top five pick. No, then, I'm just saying, I'm, no. down. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think there's like enough quarterbacks. You probably wouldn't even have to trade that, that much to, you don't even have to probably go up super high to get one of the, you know what I'm saying? Like if you trade away DK Metcalf, you're setting the tone. You're like sending out the message, like new era or something like, you know, I don't know. You need to send out some sort of message. See, the thing is, besides, if you because I think not like, I would love to have Pete Carroll there still too. He's a great yeah. coach. Defense is running like it should. I mean, just God, the offense just didn't get it. To, can't get it. Get it together. Well, the only thing I was just gonna say, it's a young. It's actually like a pretty young team. So I don't think it's a full teardown. Yeah. I think it's just trying to get a new quarterback. But the rest of the core, I don't, I don't think you need to trade DK. I'm not doing a trade like that unless I'm getting. Caleb or Drake may I'm not doing a trade like that for any of these other quarterback prospects. I like some of them, but. Uh, Penix could be a home run there. Though. I was going to say about Pete Carroll. I mean, I do love Penix. The only thing I would say about Pete Carroll, I think it's different than pop just because Pete Carroll, I think he wants to coach young players because he came from college. You gotta remember that's his background. And like the Seahawks dynasty was its peak. He was at his peak when all those dudes were young. That was a young team, a young defense. Then it got older, expensive. That's when it fell apart. Uh, and now, like, they were so excellent last year. With them. They've had so, so much of their team as players that they've had in the last two drafts that they've picked. So I think Pete Carroll actually, like, wants to coach young guys. I think he would rather do that than coach, like, a more veteran team. I, I actually, I agree with that take. That's a good, interesting little angle there. Um, we'll see, though. I, I, it's tough for I, I, I got to – Tough feel for Seattle right now. That's how I feel about them. It's tough luck because current moment's not looking great. They're still a playoff team just because they're in the NFC. But right now, their spot's the one that everyone's saying could be up for grabs. Yeah, those last and they spots. Them and the Vikings are, and they have to play coming up Dallas. Uh, pretty sure they play Dallas, the Niners, and the Eagles all coming up. Viking schedule is not as rough, but they do have the Lions twice. Might be, I so. might be wrong about 
that. Ooh, those Vikings Lions games are gonna be interesting. Um all right. <laughs> all right, my fourth takeaway. I'm gonna go to the Jags Houston game. The best game of the day lived up to the hype. Um for the Texans, CJ Stroud, I mean, we've already talked about it. He's just and he wasn't that wasn't even his best game, but he's unbelievable. I mean, he is incredible. He is already easily a top 10 quarterback. Honestly, he could play his way into by the end of the season, depending how they do, a top five quarterback. The throws he's just making consistently down the field, accurately, under pressure. He, he's been terrific, and he's had even a few slight bumps, but he's unreal with how he reads the defense, the throws he can make down the field. It's not like he, he has – it's not like their team is awful. They have some good weapons. D'Amico Ryan's been an excellent coach. He's also got their defense pretty right, um, as we've talked about. We've, we've been all over them this year. But Stroud is unreal. So that's my big Houston takeaway. So he just – I even get – I just continue to be more and more impressed every time I see him play. Um and then for the Jags, just quickly, like the Niners game obviously was bad, but they were going to be right there in the AFC. They're fine. They're still a very good team. This was, they needed this because the Texans, as we've talked about, have kind of owned them. They beat them the first time. They needed that bad and they got it. That just about locks up the South. They're going to win their division. Um, so this has been a good year for the Jags. They're, they're, I think, right there. I expect them to have as good a chance of anyone at trying to be the team that knocks off the Chiefs. I don't know that they're going to do it, but they'll be right there at the end. All right. So you said it right off the bat, Colby. You you said the one thing that everyone, and including myself, said would is still thinking about the Jags right at the end. I want you said all these positive, well, solid, solid things. You know, solid compliments. You mostly gave all the positives to Texans, but um, you still said it. I still don't trust them, man. I still don't trust them yet. I don't know why. I just don't trust them yet. Um, yes, this was a good game for them to win. They got their back. They got their game back against them. They're tied now. They split the series. Congratulations, Jags. But if I'm the Texans, man, they almost had this one. They could. They stayed in this one. Um, my takeaway for them was I see it. Just not yet. You know, it's just, you know, just like you were saying, like, I see the pieces, I see the future and it's going to be a good, it has a good setup right now. There's a good setup that's going on in Houston. Um, if they make the playoffs, hopefully it doesn't slow them down next seat in the future, but I'm thinking that it would just be a huge benefit and fun ride and fun, great story to tell. Um, and that's the other thing that you have that you kind of, kind of did for this, you know, is Houston's got this fun story in the Jags. They have this pressure now where we're talking about, hey, can you beat the Chiefs and, like, actually beat these legitimate teams? Whereas the Texans, they're on the other side of this game. Like, hey, if you beat these teams, man, this is just a better fun story, better thing for us. This is just a better time for y'all. And, like, go for it. Do as much as you can. So, yeah, that's how I feel for this game. And, um Jags, their defense, they stepped up, made some, made a couple of plays where it mattered. But I wanted to really just say, thank you, Calvin Ridley. Thank you, Calvin Ridley. You showed up for once, buddy, even though I lost this week. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you, Calvin Ridley. I got to admit, thank you again. You actually did great this week. I got to give you flowers. Thank you, Calvin. Um, so 
because he did get me he got memes pretty hard online and everything like it's always it's hard to it's hard to find out where to where to start but that's all i got for this game good choice there colby that's how that's why i was reacting when you said it i was pretty jealous it's a good choice of a game thank you all right last one for each of us all right so I can make an easy decision here and uh, talk about the big elephant in the room about what happened last night. But I feel like everyone, including ourselves, deserve not to talk about that Monday night football game because it was one of the worst games. It was one of the worst games ever put on television. So I didn't watch. I'm going to talk about the game that I actually got a chance to watch and was not at work for. I'm going to go with the San Diego Chargers and the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, boy, oh, boy, was this a game. (laughs) Let me say this, folks. Um, Ravens, you got more trust each week. Colby's going to hate it. He's going to hear it a lot on Thursday. But these Ravens, man, everyone's been saying it. They're they're going to be a Super Bowl contending team, Colby. This might be a Super Bowl team here in Baltimore. And each week, I'm actually starting to like them as my AFC favorite, at least more than the Jags, more and more. Um, I mean, that's fair. That's not crazy. I just, I mean, I have some skip. I didn't think they looked great in that game. No, they did not. Chargers. And this is why we, yes, but guess what? For the Chargers, Colby, and you've seen the meme, I hope. Are we surprised? No. (laughs) No, we are not. We are not. Dude. That's what Brandon Staley said himself. Are we surprised? No, we are not. No, we are not. We are, no, we are not. And that is exactly what how we the people are reacting to the Chargers. They got in a close game. Did they win it, Colby? No, they did not. Are we surprised? No, no we are not. No. So, Chargers. That's pretty much about it. I mean, they're looking for everyone's looking for a way out when it comes to the Chargers for them. And then, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the Baltimore Chargers game, Cole? I mean, I obviously had a more fun, fun perspective of it. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. I don't have a ton on it, but like, it's ugly. The Chargers are a mess. Staley's got to go. They have to make major changes. I think they need to kind of get rid of some of these bigger contract older guys they have and try to reboot it just around Herbert with a better coach. Because it's they're no nowhere close, obviously. They're four. They're last in the division. They're behind Aiden O'Connell and Russell Wilson. So um yeah, the Chargers not surprising at all. Herbo is gonna drop in some of these rankings slightly. This is somewhat on him. Um more on Staley, but somewhat on Herbert. Um the Ravens, I mean How I far? It's good. Hmm? Only question: How far of a drop would you be? Uh, are you looking at Herbert right now, Colby? He's still in the top ten. Ooh. Lower though, he's on the outs. He's a towards the edge of it. There's not still not ten guys better than him. Come on. Ooh. That Ooh. says more about the rest of the league than it does about him. If we're talking about active quarterbacks, yes, right now, yes. that are playing football, sure, sure. Oh, I'm including. We're talking about quarterbacks that at least have four starts. Um, I can give you one quarterback that would already be right up there, Colby. That's four starts. Who are you talking about? Kirk Cousins. Come on, man. Kirk Cousins been. Kirk Cousins had a great year this year. Might, come on. I know. I know. I know. Trust me. That's gonna be a four. That's an argument for off season. That's an off season argument. But wow, you still have them in the top ten, though. 
I thought you yeah, were expecting I mean, like a further drop. Like my mind, I was thinking like you're gonna say like 16. 16. That's ludicrous, dude. Well, around there, 12, 16. Dude, there's barely yeah. even 16 good quarterbacks. Like there are a lot of bad quarterbacks out there, man. <laughs> I think you're over. Yeah, I think he has a losing record. Good quarterbacks, there are. I he's like it's gotten to the point where like he's probably below Dak at this point. How can you put him above? Are you ready for this? Way better this year. You ready for this? This is what I've been digging up for. You had on May fifth, on the right before the May the fourth be with you on May fifth oh, okay. on Cinco de Mayo, Colby, the good old QB pressure cooker was opened up, and we put in all the quarterbacks and see who was going to cook the most for these vegetables. It was one, wasn't and he? Believe it or not, you were correct on some of these guys. You ready for this? He was number one. And here we are, very, we, we're arguing here. Like, I, I agree. The pressure is about to turn up. You ready for number two? Yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah, and it's also been a disaster. These guys were not ready for the pressure cooker. Yeah, and then Aaron Rodgers got hurt, exempt. And then it went Mac Jones. He's lost his job. These guys <laughs> well. Got Justin Fields. Also, number probably five. loses we'll job less dramatically. Everyone else has turned it around, I would say. Great top five. So that is the game I chose, though, and everything, because I did watch a bit of that one more than I watched my Vikings. And uh, if for everyone wondering, uh, I was at work, and by the time I did watch the Vikings game, the first play, what did I see? It was actually DJ Moore completing the 30-yard pass. Oh. That was that was literally the first play I saw. Having and I had to sit there and watch time expire, knowing that the game was already over. So just believing in the in the fact that I might have some slimmer of hope to watch a fun game, but I did not. So Oof. all right, Colby, last one for you. All right, last one. I'm gonna go quick so we can do these power rankings. Um, this is the worst game of the day, the actual worst game of the weekend. Giants Patriots 10-7 win. The Giants day ball is at least getting some scrap wins with DeVito. That you can put those feather in his cap. He can now say he won two games with Tommy DeVito. I mean, it's not, I don't want to talk about the Giants. It's not great. Um, they're at least gonna have a high pick. They should probably take a quarterback. We'll see if they do. Who knows? The Patriots, the takeaway, who are now two and nine, or two and nine or two and ten, and they have, I think, third pick right now. Bailey Zappi who replaced Mac Jones at halftime. Mac has to be done. He's so awful. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Zappy from here on out. Low key. Bailey Zappy. Pressure. A lot of pressure to restore, to get some balance back in the nature of the sport. He's got to scrap a win or two here down the stretch. You need Caleb Williams and Drake May to be in the NFC, man. The quarterback imbalance is too ridiculous. Bailey Zappi has to ball out and sneak a win or two here for the Patriots to keep them out of those top two picks because all the other teams that have, could get it are NFC teams. No other AFC team is even has a shot to get Caleb or Drake May besides the Patriots. We, Bailey Zappi's biggest twins. We need them both. Give both Drake and Caleb in the NFC. Get some QB, some star QBs in the NFC. Um. You need it for the sport. Bailey's happy. He's got to do it for the good of the league. You should send that into our group chat and make sure good old James gets to see that one. <laughs> Go to make sure James see that one and see what he thinks. Because I think right now he's thinking the complete 
opposite well, I'm of sure what he is. He should be. He's a Patriots <laughs> fan. Yeah, there's the Homelander meme where it's just like the violin's playing and he's like he's wondering why everyone's cheering for him and everything. That that's Zappy and uh Mac when they came back to New England. Everyone's cheering for him <laughs> after the loss. They're like, huh? All right. Like, yeah, I don't know what I, did. <laughs> I guess we're okay. Um Okay. I like how you're talking about the Patriots, though, Colby. You wanna know why? We finally get to talk about the Patriots like they are a normal team, like the rest of the worse world. Worse, way worse than normal. I know, I know, but that sometimes you have to just hit rock bottom just to go all the way back up to normal. Okay, sometimes you gotta hit the rock bottom, and right now they choose that. They chose that option. They got they chose to get the playoff berth off the rookie year, make things look fine, and we all know what happened next. Um, so, and then for the Giants, I mean. And uh, what is that? I can't. Even, what did I write down? In a worse spot than the before. Oh yes, they are in a worse spot than the before. I thought they should lose this game. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, obviously, this is a game where both teams probably, both fan bases would probably would rather lose and everything, just so they could say they got the higher pick and everything. But man, this one, uh, you got Tommy DeVito. Congratulations, you got two wins. But now your pick's worse. Yeah, it's going bad. Bad win for the Giants. Bad. Yeah, that was a bad win. <laughs> and I like Dayball though. So, like you said, that's a good fat, good feather to put in his hat. Pride. I do agree. But that is that is all I got for that game. So I think that is, unless there's like a team or two you want to give a quick shout out to. That is all I got that we got for these takeaways. Let's hit these power rankings, which we have not done our power rankings in a while because we missed some Tuesdays. Um, so this time we were coming up with them on the fly before. So we're actually just going to do one joint ranking. So we'll go through. I'll just tell you who I'm thinking. I made a list of my 10, but we'll get the official ones. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll argue about them if you want. So I don't know if you have rankings, but we'll just go 10 up to one, or you want to go do the opposite this time and go one down. Yeah, well, since we're arguing, I was thinking just what you just said. One down. Since okay. it's easier, I feel like. I feel like, I mean, unless we're right off the bat, if we can't agree with number one, then we'll just scratch this. Yeah, up yeah, on number 10, top, top I feel like at number one, it should be easy. Top, yeah. All right, you like want to do that way? Yeah, let's try number one. Let's try it. All right, got to be the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I said it myself. They're the, they're the wannabe Patriots. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. They're obviously the Eagles. Number two, I feel like also has to be the Chiefs. Ooh, that's a tough one. Is it? Now I know it's been a while since we've done. I know it's been a while since we've done them, but I feel like it would. I would throw. I would put it in the 49ers or Ravens right there with them. Those would be the three that I would argue at number two. Because I mean, the Eagles beat the Chiefs. I just, I, yeah, the Eagles. I'm just seeing it. The Chiefs should be two, I think. The Ravens cannot be above the Chiefs. What have the Ravens? You think so? No. What have the Ravens proven to be above the Chiefs? They're the same record, or the Ravens have played one more game, but they both have three losses. Um. The, yeah, no, the Chiefs should be two. I mean, I don't really have, and then for the four, I really do feel like the 49ers also, though, too. Like I said, they came back from their training arc. They are coming, they're coming in with full steams of head now. Yeah. I mean, I had them three. 
Because they're also a juggernaut, yeah. You have them at three? Yeah. All right, I can settle with that. Chiefs three, I mean, Chiefs two. And 49ers at three. There we go. Okay. Can we agree on Ravens at four? Yeah, that's Come on. That, that, yeah, that's, that's a really, they're a really sound yeah. team here. I, I can't that's have them scraping at five. Because I feel I like at number five, I would see the Cowboys right there. Uh, so I, okay, interesting. So yeah, I did have the Ravens four. So I think that's perfect top four. I had the Jags at five, but I debated putting them to Cowboys. I just still think the Jags, even though they got blasted by the Niners and they've had some trip ups, I just still think they're pretty good. And I just think Trevor Lawrence is pretty good. So like, I don't know. I like the Jags over the rest of these teams, but I argued so hard for the Chiefs. So I do have the Cowboys right below them. So I'd be thought about flipping that. I'd be willing to flip that. It's how far. I mean, the Jags do have the wins to back it up and everything. And this was a really good quality of win. Thrashed people, though. Give me, I mean, the Cowboys, when they handle business, they handle business. And they played a good game against Philly. So I'm not going to back down from the Cowboys at five, man. They Dak Prescott played a great game. I mean, if he stayed in bounds, like everyone's saying, it could be a different story. So, <laughs> uh, I, I I will take the Jags at six, though. I do I do like that spot for them. I, I, I like Jags at six. All right. That's fine. So yeah, I had them flipped, but that's that's good with me. All right, so seven, that's where I dropped the lines. That's how far I had them dropping because of, as we talked about already, their suspect the last few games um, and getting carved up by Jordan Love. He carved him up like a Thanksgiving turkey. Um, so I had dropped them to seven. I still think they're very good. Yeah, I think they're definitely very good. I think they might be – what I'm looking at right now, they might be my fine line team, the farm truck of the bunch, I guess you can say, where you got to beat the farm truck to be a part of the crew. And even though the farm truck's really good and you just don't know it because it just looks like a farm truck. So give me the lines at seven. I do like that because these ne- I think these next three teams, they're not going to have or they may have had a, swift, a sniff at these other guys, but I still believe. I saw that you finally sent that message, by the way, in the chat. Yeah. I'm proud. I'm hyped. I want to see what he responded. Yeah. Anyways, so number eight. This is where, this is where like I said, tough. things are probably going to get a little more dicey. The last two spots are where it gets really tough. Eight, I have the Dolphins. That's where I have them. They're frauds. Okay, I think yeah, also have not beaten a single good team. But I think they are very gettable in the playoffs. But I still have them eight because they're still obviously dynamic and very good. I love how you put the Dolphins there, knowing that I was going to find a way to sneak them in on this list somehow. Thank hey, you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this, I agree. And this everything. is also kind of a Mike pop off from eight to these last two spots. Gotta have Mike McDaniel's off there. And now I kind of take back what I just said. I don't think these last two teams have anything on. I mean, the Dolphins actually might be in their own little weird echelon because they haven't beaten a winning record team, like you said. But they could still maybe beat the Jags or maybe just maybe the Lions, but I don't know. Just because the how much firepower that offense has. All right, number nine, Colby. Who do you got at number nine? All right, so here's where it gets tough. I feel like the the use of the Lions is a cutoff, which I kind of agree with. The Dolphins, I think, are kind of frauds, but this is also the cutoff 
below the Dolphins of who you can know is reliably good. Because every other team left in the league, there's some very good, some good teams, obviously, but they all have major questions. Number nine, <clears throat> very biased. I have the Steelers. Four, seven, and four have an easy schedule. They've played the hardest schedule in the league. I don't know if you saw that by record. The Steelers and the Chiefs played the two hardest schedules. Seven and four, the bad man is gone. They had a competent play calling for the first time in years uh, this past week. They obviously have Tomlin in the electric defense. Um, Kenny Pickey, you know, well, hopefully he can keep building and be good, even though I have lost a good bit of faith in him with what he's looked like at times this year. Oh, I'm not saying they're great, but I still think they're very good, better than everyone else. So I got them as nine. I think they will be a wild card. And I think if they get the Dolphins, I think they can beat the Dolphins. Absolutely. All right, cool. Believe it or not, I had my I had my pin resting right next to the Steelers game. <laughs> I, I was going to write Steelers down. I was my own personal vote for number nine as well. And right when you said the teams are getting very thin on their problems and consistency and all that jazz, you, you, you made it sound pretty obvious who you have to go to in some of these situations, you know? And I, I just like the Steelers a lot more in their situation than uh, some of these other guys that are floating around. I agree with that. All right. Number 10. Here we go. Who did this you is a tough one. You got some fun teams here. I can't put my yeah, own team after about, that loss. I thought about a lot of teams here. I thought about putting an NFC team, but I was like, no, there's no NFC team that deserves to be in this spot. And so, believe me, it or not, I agree with you. Yeah, it's sloppy, man. Those last two wild card spots and the whole NFC South, obviously, are some question marks across the with because Seattle, I don't think, is as good as I and other people thought they were going to be. So, major questions. Uh, so my 10th, I went I went back and forth between three teams, the Texans, the Broncos, and the Browns, which all have various reasons to be believed in. And I settled on the Texans just because I think C.J. Stroud is that incredible. They deserve to be 10, and I think they can get any one at any given time just because if C.J. Stroud is like having a lightning magic game – um. But you could talk me into the Broncos or the Browns. Those were the other ones I thought about. Uh, but I I settled on the. Colby, it seems like your ankles have been bitten way too much these last few weeks by those Browns. They well, prove, they've proven my point. They've proven my point. They, but yeah, don't worry. They're not, they're not going to be on the list, in my opinion. No, sir. No, no. My three were the Broncos, the Colts, and the Texans. Those were the three that I was debating on here. And you must be thinking to yourself, Broncos and the Texans are two great teams and storylines. Wow. Jalen, they're tearing great it up teams. right now. I don't know about that. <laughs> what about the Colts? Why are the Colts being mentioned, Somehow Jaylen? six and five. Well, they are somehow still alive. Steichen is incredible. That's amazing. Yeah, hang on. Let me get to my point here for the Colts. My main thing for them is it's Minshew being with Steichen for another what? This is the second, third year because I don't know how long he was in Philly with him and every together in Philly. And then you take that. So so this is year two. Yeah. So that's good. You know, you got some continuation going on there. You got a little, you got a little groove going. It sucks that the news came out about Jonathan Taylor this morning. 
However, the team has shown that they can run it with Zach Moss. The team has shown that they can also play without Derrick and Shaq Leonard. It is insane. It's crazy, right? I, I thought they were going to lose that game. That's why I sent my lock in as the opposite. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I had my lock on the opposite of the Colts, and they won that game. Um, yeah, I had the Bucks and everything, clearly thinking that the loss of Shaq Leonard was going to help me out there. Um, no, instead, Minshew Mania. It was still alive. So that's the I, I wanted to give him my free-range flowers, but the real number 10 team is going to be for me, Colby. It's got to be the fucking Broncos. God damn it. I, I know Chris is going to hate to hear it, but God damn it. They, they're, on a ro- they're rolling. I can't stand Sean Payton's fucking face. I can't stand his face and everything. Like, you have no idea how painful it was watching my team lose to them. You have no idea. I'm sitting there just in complete disarray. Um, but this is the moment where you got to give credit when it's due. And it's either them or the Texans. And I, I'm this is where we got to give our final argument down to. And the reason why I'm going with the Broncos is purely because it's veteranship and the fact that Ross is trying to he's trying to get Broncos country to Colby. You want to say it? Right. Yeah, let's ride. Made a very impassioned case there, especially because I know you, as you mentioned, you're a deep hatred for Sean Payton. So I'll give you that one because honestly, the Stroud factor is the only reason I had the Texans 10. If you compare the rosters and took away the quarterbacks, the Broncos definitely have a better roster than the Texans. And guess what, Jalen? We'll find out in short order if that was the right decision or not because they play this week, and that is a big game. Big, big game. That is a big game. Both of them, that's a huge momentum swing. Yeah, wild card race, big game. That's Oh, yeah. Broncos and they're they're actually winning so they're giving the Nuggets a little bit of a chance to try out their practice lineups and try all sorts of different uh different things with the bench while no one's paying attention so it's good for everyone involved for everyone exactly I, I've seen that Nuggets story by the way perfect transition I would say out of our power rankings and into oh, yeah. the the well established and fun provoking thought provoking that is the NBA association. A lot has happened, Colby. Oh, my God. This has been everywhere in these last couple of weeks. You can go from recent news with uh, certain guards from the Thunder getting into certain action. Yeah, we're not great. Giddy, get it together. Um, Well, he might be getting into jail if uh, it's true. (laughs) So, you know, got to be careful with the legal stuff. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, all this is allegedly, but we we uh, like I said, there's a whole whole slate of things to talk about. Cole, you're the NBA guy. What's the one thing off the top of your right now, off the top of your head? What's the one thing that you're like, man? I got to get this off my chest. Oh, I mean, there's so much. The NBA is excellent. Um, we can go. I don't know how much you want to do on this, but we'll go go a little bit because there's a few things. But yeah, if it's the one thing, of course. It has to be a self-indulging victory lap, even though if it is way too early. The magic, man. Ooh. How does second in the East sound? 12-5. and five. Beat the Nuggets and cooked Boston in back-to-back games. They've won seven straight. And I think I nailed the sleeper team two years in a row, Jalen. I got to say, we nailed it with the Kings last year. 
Um, as we'll hit the 10-minute mark, so we'll finish out NBA with this. Uh, nice little last 10 minutes on the NBA. There you go. Uh, nailed the sleeper team last year. Orlando, is, they're even better than I thought they would be. They are the, – they, along with your team, they have the best defense in the NBA. And they just have crazy matchups everywhere because they have so much size and length. With Paulo and Franz are both huge, versatile. They're both – neither of them is like the best defender in the league, but they're both good defenders. And Jalen Suggs, who was looking like potentially a bust his early, first came out of Gonzaga, fifth pick, he is having – he's been excellent. He's looking like an all-defense guard. He's their two-guard. He clamps up. So he's emerged. Of, of their cluster of guards, he's emerged. He's one that you got to have. And Anthony Black, also the rookie, who's not offering you too much in the way of scoring or shot making, but he is also a terrific defender. So their defense is just crazy. They can smother teams with their size and matchup. They haven't even had Fultz or Wendell Carter for this win streak. They're deep, and it's awesome. The Magic, Paolo, he's been terrific after a weird start. Franz has been good. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know who's going to end up being the better player out of him and Franz because they're both really good. I I think it'll be Paolo, but I would say Paolo. But right now it's pretty close. They're both excellent, though, and it's it's good vibes in Orlando. First seven-game win streak in over 10 years. Probably stick with your take on Paulo there, just because he seemed to be the I, guy I, that just took it up the next level, you know. Mm-hmm. Like once they, once they kind of got him, they all assumed that 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 he was the guy. Um, so, <laughs> uh, for the Magic, dude, it's remember, folks, we were, or at least I was, very concerned, very concerned with the Magic after Colby's first power rankings of the regular <laughs> season. God, remember, I even had to address it. I was like, Colby. These guys, they they have to step it up or else they don't deserve to be anywhere near. I think who was the other team that I was telling you that they need to be compared to? I'm going to pull it up real quick. Uh, you had them with the Pacers and Thunder. Yeah. And I was like, you need to back them down probably. I'm knowing myself probably like around like the Clippers, the foundation in place guys. But no, 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 they are. They are probably right smack dab exactly with the Thunder, as predicted mm-hmm. back then. Thunder East. They're kind so, of Thunder East. More like just – I like uh, Toronto 2.0, where they're just stacked up on a bunch of guards in their own way and just running things the way they want to, you know? Um, I just think that the con- for the concerns to be there early and then for them to be gone this fast – and for them to play this consistent, because remember, it's been a while since we even talked about them. It's been a minute. Like I was flipping through pages. It's been a minute. So I think it's very impressive, especially when you're talking about a young team and everything, and they're playing defensive, which seems to be the key thing with the other popular young team out west, Colby, with the young Ant Man out there. Uh, we got to talk scrapping about scrapping it down and everything. We, he he's leading the charge with these guys and. I gotta say, it's been pretty fun to watch. I'm not gonna lie. I, you yeah. see me cheesing. It's a it's been pretty fun to watch him. Obviously, it's always a good time to watch, but this team is playing defensive. Jaden McDaniels showing off that if he's not punching walls, he's yeah. gonna be trying to punch the ball out. I hope so, you learn from that. He's got there's no way he can't punch a wall twice. <laughs> if uh, they had him in that Denver series, that that would have been a lot more annoying. They still wouldn't have won. Might have been two wins instead yeah, of one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's terrific. 
No, man, you're right, though. Timberwolves, hey, and you got to give credit where credit is due, man. I banged on the Caco Bear thing as much as anybody. I did not understand it, but it is working. Cat is actually playing well defensively and offensively. He's been terrific. Go Bears not killing him. Um, we'll see how it goes in the playoffs. But, yeah, they're, they're going to be a, probably a home. I think this is sustainable. It's obviously super early, and the standings will fluctuate somewhat. But I absolutely think the Wolves will be a home court team. Like, they're just so big. Like, think about them matching up with the game where Draymond choked out Rudy. Like, think about how they match up with the Warriors. Like, compared to the Warriors, the Warriors are tiny compared to them. Um, which is just, I think that's also more about the Warriors. They're having problems because they're small and don't have scoring. Um, and old. But, yeah. But, yeah, no, Minnesota, man, it's awesome. Best record in the league right now in a dogfight with the Thunder in this in-season tournament game as we're speaking. Um, they're excellent. Let's turn that on. And Ant is, yeah, Ant is incredible. He is that dude, and he seems to be loving it. So it's this is new, new uncharted waters for the T Wolves, and I'm happy for you. I love to see it. T Wolves Nuggets Western Conference Finals on the board. Please, please give me that. Give me my redemption match now. You were talking. If I can bring up my old old drawings of the Wolves beating the Nuggets in the Western Conference Final, <laughs> and you laughing at me, I, I would love to. Anyways, that's a long long road from from there um speaking of long roads the east i think is going to be the most interesting road since we only got a few minutes left mm-hmm. i would like to talk about the east personally it's just because our teams are pretty solid i mean we could talk about the nuggets real quick too but i feel like you know nuggets you guys played without murray you're getting him back next week or this week he's questionable for tomorrow We'll see. So probably no end of this week, maybe beginning of next week. I doubt he plays tomorrow, but he's almost back. Yeah, they just beat the Clippers without Gordon Jokic or Murray. And the Clippers had all their guys out there. It's just hilarious. Reggie Jackson and DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan turned back the clock. He was looking like prime DeAndre Jordan yeah. out there. Reggie Jackson had the game of his life. It was amazing. They uh, should. They beat them with their B team, the Clippers. It's also just funny. It shows what a mess they are. But, yeah, go ahead with the East because – we only got three minutes here. So just the East, what do you want to just talk about? Well, right now, who are you more confident in Celtics or Sixers Celtics. to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? Celtics. Celtics are better. The Sixers are really, awesome. you were questioning Missoula and all of this thing and everything. Just Missoula. Really? I, I like the Sixers. I, I like what Nick they're, I think they're better than they were, but the Celtics are better. But yeah, I like the Sixers too. It's been awesome to see Nick nurse has been terrific. He's been a breath of fresh air compared to Doc when he was doing. All right, all right, and are you okay with finally putting the heat in the catacombs of the uh, of the league for a little bit? The heat in the catacombs? Are you like? I mean, is there an undead threat? Yeah. Yes, the undead threat. Are they still there? Oh, that's absolutely. why I say catacombs because that's where the. They did Hawkins is terrific. He's excellent. The heat just oh, yeah. we knew that. We knew they know that. what they're doing. Yeah, they're 10 and 7 right now. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. They're gonna be someone's gonna have to play them. One of these, the Boston, Milwaukee, Philly teams gonna have to play them in the first or second round. Probably second round. Uh, but maybe the first, who knows? And they're gonna be like, golly, here we go again. God damn. God damn. They might be able to win, but it's gonna be absolute hell. And you also might lose. The Heat are gonna be right there like they always are pesky as hell all right well folks as we are blitzing towards the end here 
Uh, we are going to go ahead and wrap it up with some of our most iconic segment that comes at every episode. Our final thoughts. Two-minute drill edition. Go ahead, Colby. Um, all right, I'll stick with basketball since we did so much football and there is so much going on in the NBA. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, man, he is just unreal. Love the guy. You know how much I've raved about him. He's a clone. Briefly, he didn't play a lot of games for the clones, but he was there. Um, he's he's insane. He's like the perfect offensive point guard. He's had some crazy numbers. The Pacers are going to be in the playoffs, I think. They're good. They don't play a lick of defense, so they're certainly not going to be able to go anywhere in the playoffs. But he's unbelievable. So that's my final thought. I'm just thrilled to see how good he is and can't wait to keep watching him do what he does. Oh, can never stop giving up on that Pacers horn, can you? All right, my final thought. I'm I, There's a reason why I stayed away from him is because I have to say it. Uh, save it for the end and just oh. get my peace of mind out. One less, less than a minute. Here we go. Vikings, you disgraced me. Losing to the damn Bears. I, I mean, I, I had to say this for the whole episode. I had, I didn't even, didn't even have a takeaway. You want to know why? Because I was so confident that I can work my shift without you guys losing the game. I was that confident. And what happened? I checked my phone. I have no service, by the way. So I checked my phone when I get home before that I can throw on the TV. And I see that we barely are winning. And like I said, I catch it at the end for a heartbreaking loss. Thank you, Vikings. We're back on the earth. We crashed. But unlike them, hopefully we have put up some good stuff. Yes, sir, baby. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.